Hello there. Welcome to the SPS podcast. In this episode, we're going to pose a question. And that question is, have we been lied to about focus? Is there too much information about focusing in the moment and not enough information in how you actually create a life of focus from the foundations up? That's what we're going to discuss in this episode. That's what we're going to find out. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Self-Performance Strategies Podcast. My name is Stephen and I am your host. The SPS Podcast is brought to you by the Pro Accelerator Program. Over the last 18 months, dozens of entrepreneurs and business owners have gone through the program and saved at least 10 hours a week while increasing their revenue from 50K all the way up to over a million dollars in extra revenue. If that sounds like something you're interested in, follow the links, book a call, and we hopefully help you save some time, reduce your stress, and focus on your high value activities for in your life and business. Now, let's get into this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in episode 63 of the SPS podcast. And in this episode, yes, yes, we are going to discuss the idea that we have been lied to about focus. We are going to discuss the idea that you've been told to improve your focus. It's about discipline in the moment. You've also been told to use app blockers. You've been told to use the pompadour technique. You've been told to avoid distractions. But all of these are last minute band-aids. That's what they are. But before we go any further, I want to share with you a quote. And this quote comes from one of the goats of personal development, personal success, and that's Tony Robbins. Big fan, or especially when I first got into the whole self-improvement, obviously Tony Robbins is one of the lead people in there. I read a couple of his books. His energy is very high. Not somebody who I spend a lot of attention on currently in my life or business, but definitely somebody who helped me get going along with like Robin Sharma, Brendan Bouchard, Dean Grazioli, those types of people, Darren Hardy. We all know them. They're the goats of sort of the modern personal development space. But Tony Robbins has a very good quote about this. And it's not necessarily about focus, but it's about the energy that you need to have if you want to be successful. And I think that helps you focus. And the quote goes, the higher your energy level, the more efficient your body. The more efficient your body, the better you feel, and the more you will use your talent to produce outstanding results. Because why is it that we want to focus? Why is it that we want to focus? We want to focus so we can get our high dollar, high value activities done. The activities that are going to produce results in our business and our life. That's why we want to focus. That's why when we sit down to do our work, we want to be able to do 60 minutes, 90 minutes, two or three times a day, four times a day on high reward, high leverage work. But... I'll go back to the title of this podcast. Have we been lied to about how to focus? And I think we have been. There's a lot of ideas out there that you do a quick two minute, five minute, 10 minute meditation, or you do a quick you know, onboarding or flow onboarding. And these are all great ideas. Stephen Cutler talks about this. Evan Pagan who I've come across has talked about this. Like before you do deep work, you have a little bit of an onboarding process, like a mini habit that gets you into the flow state. Very, very, very useful. I've used them myself. But when you take an idea like that and you take the rest of the ideas I discussed, like the pompadour technique and ab, 
app blockers and avoiding distractions and whatever other time management systems that you see on Twitter or X or LinkedIn, the kind of shallow stuff. When, when that information is being portrayed, particularly online, it's all about the end game, the end use, the in the moment, during your day, a quick meditation, put on a candle, say, say some sort of productivity prayer <laughs> or whatever that is, recite, recite a poem that gets you, gets you into the mindset and then you're ready to do your deep work. And while there is a little bit of benefit to that, I'm not shitting on that, there is a little bit of a benefit of that, I think it's completely wrong. I think it's a, it's, it's a lie, it's a myth, it, it, it's brushing over a massive amount of the foundations and blueprints that you actually need to be able to get into the flow state in the first state and, and to be able to focus. I can tell you that my focus quadrupled when I built clear goals, developed a clear why for what I was working on and improved my energy levels, going back to the Tony Robbins quote. I was able to work longer and get more done because I looked after my energy. If you're trying to focus on key tasks daily in your business and you've not built the right foundations, you're fighting a losing battle. The skill of deep focus, the skill of focus starts well before you even begin working. Well before you even begin working. That's why I believe in energy management. You've probably heard me talk about it before. If you've listened to other episodes, energy management is more important than time management. is one of my slogans that I use on Twitter uh, quite a lot. But what the fuck is energy management? What the fuck is energy management? And you know what? Someone actually said that to me recently. Uh, another marketer, uh, quite a big guy, do, doing a lot of moves. Very, very uh, six, I think he's a seven-figure results marketer. We're having a conversation. And he actually asked me, and he's a spiritual guy. He actually asked me, what the fuck is energy management? Is it some type of spiritual mumbo-jumbo? I replied, no, 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 it's not. It's about keeping your energy high to do the right things so you can focus on the right activities so you can improve your flow and everything else. And I didn't think it needed explaining. But then I realized that I had kind of coined the term myself in, in relation to self-performance. I'm not saying I came up with the idea of, of energy management and keeping your energy high for productivity and performance. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I, I started using it in relation to time management. I started using it in relation to energy management, competing against time management. Energy management in the world of business is, is actually about optimizing an organization's energy consumption. There's a whole, you get degrees and stuff in it. You know, people go in and people actually work in massive corporations, massive manufacturing, massive organizations. And it's all about, you know, keep keeping the energy consumption of the, of, of the organization down. Some parts of that is just purely about trying to make organizations go green. Other parts of that are literally talking massive manufacturing companies that are literally having to keep their energy down because if they waste too much energy, their bills are through the roof. So there's a wide span of energy management when you actually look at it technically, the technical term when it comes to the business world. Now, obviously I talk about personal development, sorry, and performance and productivity, you could say, even though I don't love the word productivity, because productivity for me is just getting more stuff done while performance is actually getting results. So this guy who said, what the fuck is energy management? What do you mean by that? They were right to ask that because there's too many schemas, I think they're called, or, or analogies. There's too many mental models that people people who are really into maybe some types of industry, when you say energy management, they're thinking of the technical term. And then maybe people who are into more spiritual 
uh, side of, of personal development when you say energy management that they think more holistically and they're thinking about the chakras or whatever so everybody's got these different schemas or these different anal an analogies when you use certain terms uh, and because there's not really a clearly defined person out there like a huge Tony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard using this type of term I, I'm wrong to use it you, you, the guy was right the guy was right to call me out on him the thing is, when I'm on X, when I'm on LinkedIn, I get bored of all the shallow time management BS posts, these chat GPT using productivity accounts buying out daily. Some of them have hundreds of thousands of followers, massive email lists, and their content is dross. It's, oh my God, you know, seven tips on time management, like say no more often, stop multitasking, you know, incorporate breaks, delegate what you can, create a plan for the day, write down your goals for the day, break one task into many tasks, five billion likes. <laughs> and that's what I read, I see it all the time, I'm not gonna name names, but there's accounts out there with two, 300,000 plus followers on, on LinkedIn and Twitter, that, that literally that's what they talk about all day. It's really, really basic, crap shallow time management how to focus more how to how to you know how, how to create a flow and they, and they give you like a breakdown of like put on a app you know an app blocker write out the task you want to complete in the next 90 minutes use it use a music cue useful stuff and i'm not saying any of this is is bad stuff it's just i'm gonna go back to that's a lie because they don't work you don't get lasting results it's not groundbreaking stuff what they're sharing. You, you might be thinking right now, whoa, whoa, Steve, you're being a bit salty. I mean, it's, it's decent stuff. It's decent stuff. I like those posts. Yeah, but it's not going to help you. Sometimes you got to call things out. It boils my broccoli that few of these posts mention better energy levels to improve focus or, or, or to save time or, or to have better time management. Very, very few of them talk about building the foundational life pillars that will give you energy direction and allow you to get into deep focus and flow. It pisses me off that most people think effective productivity and effective focus comes from shallow hacks and systems. This is why I started talking about time management not being the most important skill two or three years ago, back in 2020, 2021. I started talking about energy management is ultimately more important because if you don't have the right energy right, Sorry, if you don't have your energy right, which includes building core pillars in your life, core pillars in your business, no time management system or hacks are gonna give you lasting results to allow you to focus on the key work that you need to get done. Time management and focus management is a tactic. These focus posts and these focus management, these little tricks, they're, they're tactics. They're tactics in the moment. But if you want lasting energy, if you want lasting focus, if you want to tap into deep focus every day, if you want to remove the lies about how to get into focus, you've got to realize that energy management is the way. And energy management is based on core principles. Eating well, exercising, having goals, sleeping well, having a big vision, having a long-term plan, working in 90-day sprints. That is actually how you improve your focus. That is how you improve your energy. If you want to focus for four to six hours a day, and if you haven't got these core energy management pillars built, if you haven't got the core pillars for your life built, like I just mentioned, the eating well, the exercising, the having goals, working in day sprints, ha having your activities broke down in, in with milestones going forward, you're gonna struggle to get energy. I've already talked about this already in this podcast. I'm kind of repeating myself, and I'm repeating myself for a key reason. Because you've been lied to. If you want to focus more, 
you've got to build those high energy pillars in your life. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Steve, well, where do you get this idea from? Where do you get this opinion from? Why are you so passionate about this? Well, it's taken me about 10 plus years of personal development to actually come to this opinion. The last couple of years, this opinion of mine is becoming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. I'm like, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Doubling down on, doubling down. I've read hundreds of success books by this point. I've spent probably 50K on coaches and cohorts. I even went back to university and got a, a adult learning project management certificate here in, in, in Vancouver at, a, at a, one of the better universities. And also now I've coached dozens of business owners over the last two years. And the biggest needle mover for them was creating the right energy for the right activities at the right time. It was helping them focus on what mattered most in their business and their life. And then because we removed a whole bunch of dumb shit, they were actually able to focus for longer on the activities that got the most leverage for them in their life. Makes sense. It's common sense. Improve your focus starts way before you start working. I'll repeat that again. Improving your focus starts way before you start working. In my own life, this all started when I removed anything from my life that sucked my energy. They helped me focus more on the important stuff. I called out the dumb shit that I was that was destroying my energy. I called out the dumb shit that was slowing me down. I called out the dumb shit that was keeping me from focusing on the high dollar activities in my life at that time. And in that time, I was working in commission sales. But 2012, I started working a 100% commission sales job, luxury sales job, selling high-end suits to the rich and famous of Vancouver. You might have heard me talk about this before, but I'll talk about it again because there's so many lessons from that time period in my life. If your energy was off when you were working a commission sales job, what do you think happened? Yeah, your paycheck was shit. So I, I got to about September of that year, about four months into the job. Uh, I nearly quit. I remember it. It was sort of the back end of the summer, you know, September, October, that sort of switch over time. I remember the weather was switching. And I was having to spend money on a fall outfit. I'd bought a suit when I first arrived in like May, and, and then they kind of they kind of force you to, to to buy their clothes. I mean, if you're making good money, it's all right. But when you're there initially, when you start and you're broke, it can be a bit of an expense. So I, I was having to like buy all this uniform for the fall season, and it was putting me under a bit of money pressure. Uh, and I nearly quit. I was still going out at the weekends. And one of the main reasons why I would still go out of the weekends is I'd finish work selling luxury suits, be in a luxury suit, and I'd be in downtown Vancouver, and I'd be like, I might as well hit some lounges. Out of a couple of buddies who worked there or uh, meeting up with other people, I'm walking into some of the nicest bars or restaurants in Vancouver, and, and I'm looking good. But it was dumb shit. Yes, I was in a good suit. Yes, I had some cash, but I was still broke. I would then drag myself out of bed on Monday. I'd stay up late Saturday. Get, you know, Sunday was a was a wash because you're hungover or whatever. I'd get up on Monday morning. I'm going back into a 100% commission sales job, and I look myself in the mirror and think, I can't keep doing this shit. How much money did I spend on Saturday? Oh my God, what am I doing? I, I hated that feeling. I hated that shower in the morning on Monday. I hated. I hated being in the shower. I like being like, oh my God, I'm smarter than this. I've done this before. I've thought I got over this in my life. And that's when I snapped. I, I wanted to improve my focus. I wanted to be in that 100% commission sales job. And I want to focus on, on, on big customers. I want to focus on making money. And I, and I snapped. I started to drop all my worst habits. I wanted to be away from temptation. I even walked away some, from some friend groups. 
and I made a list of all the dumb shit I was doing, and I, and I started to stop doing it. And here's the thing. And here's the here's the thing. My focus improved. My results improved. My whole energy changed. My sleep was better. I wasn't drinking booze. I was eating healthier. I was using my downtime more productively. I was selling more suits. I was making more money. I was able to be more focused during the week, during the the, the working hours, during the, the peak sales uh, selling hours in the day. And that's when I realized that the right energy gave me the strength to do good shit. I stopped trying to do new habits. I stopped trying to put pressure on myself to focus. I stopped trying to use all these like in the moment focus ideas, like the, the stuff I already mentioned at the start of the podcast. Like, I, I would often finish my break and then go into the bathroom and try to like meditate for five minutes before going back out to sales because I was tired. And I was like, oh, I need to get myself in the right mindset. I didn't need to do that anymore because I wasn't tired. I was already in the right mindset to go back out on the sales floor after lunch and, and sell, sell a bunch of stuff to people. So I stopped trying to do all these little habits and I, I stopped trying to add new healthy habits to my life and put myself under lots of pressure because when I re- focused on removing the bad habits, good habits just naturally filled that void. It's, it's just the way it worked for me. I've talked about this before on different episodes in the podcast. Put all your energy into not doing the dumb shit. It will improve your energy, it will improve your focus and you will naturally do better things. So much so I've shortened this whole process down into a three word phrase that I use online and I use with my clients. It's pretty straightforward. If you want to improve your focus, if you want to improve your energy, if you want to get better in life, all you need to do is think about these three words. Remove to improve. That's it. There's a very famous quote by Dan Sullivan. He said, 80% of what you're doing today is holding you back. So you've got to remove to improve. The great Dan Sullivan even says it. You've got to remove to improve because 80% of what you're doing today is holding you back. Now you might be thinking, good stuff, good stuff. But how does energy management help me focus? How does energy management help me in my life? That's what you're thinking right now. Okay, good question. I like it. I I like the fact that you're asking me questions in this podcast. (laughs) I just want to give you a quick rundown, a quick rundown of the five key ways energy management has benefited me and allowed me to focus better. Allowed me to improve my focus and get more results. The first one I'll start with is more focus. Yes. What has energy management done for me? When you take responsibility for your energy, you gain the power of focus. You get clarity on things. I find that I was that because my sleep improved, my willpower discipline to get shit done also improved. I could sit at work longer, I could be on the sales floor longer without needing cheap dopamine hits from notifications, without needing more coffee or, or, or tea or stimulants or whatever you, you, you take. And the tropics were very popular back then. And I was taking those to keep myself awake. I didn't need those. I think for a long time as well, I wasn't even drinking caffeine. I was just on the water. I was just high on life for a little bit. It was a real, real buzz uh, I was in for a time. But 2013-14, I was just like, wasn't even taking caffeine, tea or, or coffee. I was just water all the time. To try to get back to that time. No, no, I love my coffee too much. I can't even believe I just said that. I love my coffee too much. I love it in the morning. That first sip of coffee, oh my God, it's beautiful. It's first two sips, mm, gorgeous. Anyway, back to the podcast. So number one is focus. Number two is more confidence. When your energy is high and you're able to focus for longer, it helps you make better decisions and create positive results. When you don't maintain your energy and you can't focus, you often make decisions because you're tired and you feel rushed. Quite simply, more energy, more focus made me more money. But being able 
to work on my high dollar activities for longer that led to promotions many times because I showed up with energy all the way through now to starting a business. It's, it's, it's a, there's a, a through line of more confidence because I have a higher, higher levels of energy and more focus. I've gone from struggling in a, in a zero commission, a hundred percent commission job to now running a business. And there's a through line. Energy and focus creates confidence. Confidence creates success. It's very straightforward. The third one is less stress. It's pretty straightforward. Again, when you're low energy and you can't focus, you invite overwhelm and frustration and procrastination into your life. This creates unneeded stress. With higher energy and better focus, I could do the activities that I set out each day and I close the gap between the person I wanted to be and the person who showed up daily. Because sometimes that there's a very wide gap between that, that, that integrity gap. The gap between who you think you should be each day and actually and the, the actual actions that you do that day. Some days I'm very, very close. There's other days, and you know this, you're very, very far apart and you can feel it. You can feel that integrity gap. But the closer your integrity gap, the less dumb shit that you do and the more you turn up like the person that you say you'll say you want to be, the lower your stress. The fourth one is better relationships. When you have higher energy and you have better focus, it's easier to have better relationships with others. Life is about connection. We know this. The better you connect to the people around you, the further you're going to get in life. When your energy is off, you don't have time for other people. And I can tell you the first two or three days of each week, I was grumpy or irritable. And, and, and who wants to be around that kind of person? Nobody does. And luckily, because I improved my focus, because I improved my energy, that changed and the direction of my life and my career changed. Pretty straightforward. The fifth one, wrapping it up here in the 63rd episode of the SPS podcast, better results. Get all the other points right. You get everything that I've talked about right in this podcast and you focus on your pillars, your core principles, you will improve your results. You will get more energy. You will be more focused. Your results are based on the actions you take. Those actions are based on the decisions you make. Your decisions and actions will improve if your energy and focus is on point. Energy management is the core principle behind focus. That's how you improve your focus. That's how you get more done. If you can master your energy, you master your focus, you master your life. By having higher energy, you will attract more positivity into your life. You will attract better results in your life. It does take time. It does take a lot of deep work. It does take constant effort, but the upside is well worth it. Trust me, I am a complete example of that in my own life from broke party boy to six figure business owner. That is the journey I have been on. So the question I have for you today, how is your energy management and how is your focus? Thanks very much. Thank you very much for joining me for the 63rd episode of the SPS podcast. I deeply appreciate you. If you want to reach out to me on X or Twitter, at Steve Timoney, it's at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. Send me a DM and let me know what you think of the podcast. Or you can slide on over to stephentimoney.com. It's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y.com. And check out all my other episodes of the SPS podcast. Check out all my newsletter posts and also you can check out the pro accelerator program thank you very much for joining me on this episode hopefully we'll speak to you in the next one make it a good one